one. And we are recording with Pastor Michael Petro. And uh, as we were just talking, there is only one thing in Valdosta, and it is that high school football team. I'd spent two years there and uh, not much else there. But uh, before we jump into it, because we were just having a conversation about how it's kind of funny that being conservative, Christian, God-fearing, American-loving is the new punk rock, and you had a great counterpoint. It is... But it's also not in that we are the majority. There is an illusion with stolen elections, with um, Section 230 and big tech, all of which are things that I got banned from YouTube for talking about. Just lets you go. Just goes to show that we are actually not the minority. We are the overwhelming majority. But before we spiral down a rabbit hole, which is what I always do, please introduce yourself, my man. Well, my name is Mike Petra. I'm a Petra. pastor. At, yeah, you could say Petro. I've been Petro. called a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here in Houston, uh, Texas, and uh, we came over here to open up a church in order to, because uh, we believe we're getting ready to see a very large revival. And uh, I, I think we're in the time with, with, with everything that's happening within our country, uh, if you've ever studied revivals across the world, they usually come at very bad times. And uh, there's been a lot of words out there about what is getting ready to happen. So it's an awakening. I think a lot, I don't think, I know a lot of people are waking up, both Democrats and Republicans, to what is going on. And it's amazing to me. Uh, I work with uh, 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 Bianca Garcia. She actually goes to our church. And, you know, there's a lot of Hispanics that really, as they're finding out and waking up to what really the Democratic Party is all about, they're saying, you know, that's not really us. That's not really our core beliefs. That's mm-hmm. what we, that, that's not who we are. We're family oriented. We're people that, um, that uh, believe in, in life, liberty, and, and uh, we have a strong moral background. And I don't, I don't think that once the word gets out of what's going on, that uh, this whole Hispanic side of things is going to, or Latino uh, side of things, is going to backfire on the Republican part or Democratic Party. We're just at a time, Tommy, that that there's so much confusion in the world right now, and things are being made to seem otherwise, but they're not. I mean, if you just look back just a few years ago, all the stuff we're being bombarded with right now on television, and I, I would tell parents that are out there, just unplug the television, yeah. uh, start getting your kids on uh, something that you can monitor, something that's good for them. Hopefully, uh, we'll have our channel up here shortly, which, you know, uh, it, it'll be wholesome television. We're looking at stuff that uh, it doesn't even look normal anymore. I watch kids... Uh, uh, cartoons. I don't watch them all. I, you know, I'll watch here a little, but uh, I, you wonder why kids are having nightmares when you see what's being pushed at them. The, we're, we're turning into a fear culture. And the reason that's happening is because people can motivate people by fear. And we need to, we need to get back to just the basics and get away from all the stupidity that's out there. And, um, uh, and there's agendas out there that we need to wake up to brother. And, and, uh, that's, that's what we're doing right now. It's, um, there's like, there is always moments in history where you're not convinced something's happening. You start to be convinced something's happening, but you almost don't want to address it because it implies 
that it's real. And, you know, it's like if uh, I was just telling you, like when I had to move home to my parents' house, you never, it's a cliche, the first step is admitting you have a problem, but you never want to have to actually start to address like, hey, maybe I am drinking too much because well, implies that there's now a long fight and oh, I got to do this thing. But I mean, 78 years ago today, I mean, how many men stormed the beaches of Normandy? My my mom's uncle, Rich, uh, who survived, he was 18, is on Omaha Beach, 78 years ago today. I mean, it starts with the Lend-Lease program, giving some ships to, to Britain. Yeah, you know, we'll provide a little bit of intelligence. We're not going to get into the war. Pearl Harbor happens, and then you, you scroll forward to 1944, and it's like, it's a two-front war. It is what it is, and it's that moment where you go, oh. it's like when you're in downtown Athens at UGA, and you're drunk, it's two in the morning, the bars are closed. It's 2.15. It's 2.30. You realize there are no more cats. It dawns on you that you're walking home. And you can sit there and pout. You can go, I don't want to walk home. It's it's a 30-minute walk. It's raining. Or you just go, hey, let's just start walking. We're going to get soaked. We can go back. We'll order some pizza and have some beers at at the house. And you just go about it. And it sucks. And then you get it over with. So right now there is that you know, I started this podcast to have fun. And then when I first got my first suspension on YouTube a little over a year ago for talking about uh, the 2020 election, you go, oh, like man, you, you go, oh, man, this is do I have to start fighting YouTube, Google, a trillion dollar and then you get banned for talking about the vaccines and you go, I just wanted to start this podcast to have fun. And, and then you go, all right, I'll interview Dr. McCullough. And YouTube's like, if you interview him again, you're going to get banned. And you're like, I didn't sign up for this. I just wanted to laugh. But you know what? We're going to war. And now it's a year later and I've been banned from YouTube and I'm friends with Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough. I got to meet Alex Jones. and Now I'm meeting you. But there is that it dawns on you where you go, all right, you got to roll up. You got to start walking home. The, the, the cabs aren't coming. It's raining. I know it sucks we'll grab a road beer and just start walking. And that's kind of where I feel we're at right now. Well, you know, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. If you take a look at what happened with Elon Musk and Twitter, that should have been the, the wake up call for oh, yeah. everybody. Oh yeah. Especially when uh, project Veritas came out and did the videos uh, with those uh, corporate uh, heads from uh, Twitter saying we are a communist organization yeah. and socialists and, and, you know, and we don't like this and we're going to, uh, go in our little corner and cry, you know, and uh, because Elon Musk is going to come in with his big uh, agenda and change things. You know, let me tell you something. When you get into real communism and you get into real socialism, uh, they, they don't give you a corner to cry in. They whip no. you into shape. And and these people have a big, these kids have a big wake up call. Uh, if, if this country would ever go in that direction, because the, the, you know what? These people will not be tolerated in those type of societies. No. Uh, when you look at North Korea, the way they treat their people, it's not a game. You know, I was reading an article or actually watching a, a lady that escaped um, uh, North Korea. And she was talking about how that one of, the, one of the things that amazed her when she came into the United States was garbage cans in the kitchen. And she was like, what's these for? And and she's and the, the the people that were looking after her said, well, it's to throw away our stuff. We don't use. She goes, well, you you got to have this in North Korea. And she says, no, we don't throw away nothing. We keep because everything because there's nothing there. We don't have nothing. You know, we're living in a time where these people are setting rules. And who's to say 
that later on, they're not going to turn against the LGBT. Uh, they're not going to turn against BLM. They're not going to turn against the, the Antifa. They're just a tool those people are right now. And like everything else with these people, everything is throwaway. Eventually, if they don't need you, they throw you away. You did your job. You did your purpose. You know, just like the black voters, just like the Hispanic voters, you're throwaway now because we're bringing people in from other countries. And we're just we're not going to wait on you to to side with us. We'll just get rid of you and bring in new people. When are people going to wake up to what, what this party is doing? When are they going to wake up to the vileness that they're perpetrating? I uh, In our church yesterday, I mean, we had a five-hour service yesterday, right? Talking about some part of that service we were talking about. We have uh, police officers in our ministry, Navy SEALs that are there. Uh, uh, I was talking to Bianca just to uh, have her wake up the people in our church. It, coming from you know, these people that are coming from across the border, Hispanic people, Latino people, you know, on the way here, they have rape trees, trees with women's underwear that are in them, that they, they try to see how many women that they can rape and who's the biggest number of, of uh, uh, rapes is who has the most panties on the tree, little children that are being raped and killed. Are you trying to really tell me this is about freedom or this is about cartel members bringing people into our country and those people become slaves to them for years because they can't pay them back. And when they, the police, the police officers were saying to us, when they get across here, the debt always goes up because there's interest. So they never pay that debt off to the cartels. It's a joke. It's baloney. It's wicked for our politicians not to step into this. They should, they should be ashamed of themselves to try say, this is about, freedom in this country because it's not it really isn't i mean these 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 poor people are put in bondage for years to these cartel members and south americans and you want to talk about gun rights go to south america they have gun control down there but you can walk around on the streets in mexico city and you'll see guns everywhere because everybody that has guns is cartel members but the people that are law-abiding the people that want to just live a simple life and don't want problems they don't have the guns I was listening to another lady from from Mexico City. Uh, one of the cartel members came up and told her, they said, we're looking at your daughter. She's like six years old. We're looking at your daughter. When she gets a few years older, we're going to take her and put her in our system. I mean, how's that lady going to defend that child? How's that lady going to look after that child? And, you know, it's time for people to wake up. It's time for churches in this country to wake up. Because right now, the church in our country is no better that then the the church was in that was in Germany that was just turning its ear and turning its eye to what was happening to the Jewish people they were being led to the gas chambers we're sitting here we have the information you got to be an imbecile as a man of god or a pastor not to take a hard look at this information because you have you know they talk about following the science well the f- science is being followed and the bottom line is uh, we have people that just want to turn a blind eye because they don't want to get involved. It's time that shepherds start being leaders and quit being the sheep. And they start getting into this battle because pretty soon they're not going to be able to say nothing to nobody because it's going to, that right is going to be taken away. Uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, it's all just the beginning of a much larger program to take away your rights, my rights. And the, the interesting thing is, is we're the majority than anybody, and I don't care if you're white, black, or yellow, I don't care if you're brown, they're going to do it to everybody that does not want to follow their agenda.
And, and, and today, you know, it's here. It's not coming. It started. And it's time that everybody that has half a mind and half a fight in their heart gets into the battle and says, you know what? Midterms, you guys are gone. You're out of here. You pastors that are not doing anything and waking your people up to what's going on, you're gone. We're not coming to your churches no more. Uh, we're moving on because this country, believe it or not, was, was, was fought over religious freedom. And we got to get back to that fight because the first thing that's going to happen, I mean, I, you know, we moved out of Southern California and when they shut everything down because of COVID, it had, I had to crack up because you weren't allowed to go to church. They were making uh, CNN, MSNBC was attacking all the churches that were trying to stay open, murderers, this and that. Yet you could go down to the strip club and have uh, a stripper, you know, sit there and dance in front of you. And they never shut those places down. And so I had to laugh. I said to myself, this is just a, this is just a game. This is a joke. And, and, and people need to see what's really happening. I, honestly, I can't believe people are still wearing masks. But anyway, that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean there's kind of an important thing to remember that like, it's not, it's not stopping, right? Appeasement doesn't work. They don't just take a little bit. You don't just do a little bit of this and a little bit. It keeps the bully keeps going. The bully sure. doesn't stop when they take your lunch money. They go, Oh, what else can yeah. I do? It keeps going. And the idea that the sense, and I said it last year, the censorship started the first censorship. She couldn't talk about the 2020 election. You, mm-hmm. I can still see like the, the blue YouTube label under my videos in my head, you know, uh, no disputes about widespread election fraud altered the outcome of the 2020 election. This is your first. All right. Yeah, whatever. Well, 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 now we know that's fact. Yeah. If you oh. watch this movie, 2000 mules, I mean, it is evident. It, we, it, they're on camera. They got their, their cell phone information. They're busted. I knew and it, it surprised to me that, that the police aren't into this more. They're starting to get in because they're seeing what happened. And now they know how to go after these people. I knew it was fact when I watched it with my eyes and elections stop in the middle of the night and go, hey, I, I get it. Your candidate can lose. And it sucks. It sucks. It sucks when you see your guy. I was born in New England. I like the. I don't really follow sports, but I like the Patriots. I remember oh. watching in 2007 when an undefeated Tom Brady got his ass kicked by the Giants. I never mm-hmm. questioned the integrity of the game. I just saw I saw him lose. It sucks. I'm a Red Sox fan. You know, yeah. luckily at by 14, I got to see him win the World Series. But the year prior, I saw him get uh, I saw him get stomped by the Yankees. It mm-hmm. sucks, but I don't I'm not I'm not blind to the fact that you, sometimes you can just lose the game. I get that. Sure. It's different when you see it pause in the middle of the night. Resume once all the Republican uh, poll watchers are kicked out and then 99 percent of all subsequent votes go to one guy. It doesn't if that went towards Trump. I'd be sitting here saying that was a Trump coup. That's it'd be saying the same thing. But the point is you start with 2020 election. Well, then you can't talk about COVID and it keeps going. It it keeps moving until you can't say this. You can't make fun of a can't make fun of transsexuals, which I have nothing against, but you can make fun of uh, white straight people. It keeps going and going and going. The misinformation labels don't stop the, the enclosure of what you can and can't say it doesn't slow down. And I, mm. I, I sympathize with people. I get it. No one wants to stand mm. up and realize that we have to fight. It's so much easier to just wake up, go to the gym, do your job, watch Netflix. I get it. Who doesn't want to do that? But it will not stop. The discomfort will not stop. And what you're seeing right now is the beginning. You've seen in the last just two years, 
how mm-hmm. far we've strayed to where it is now stunning and brave and progressive to have elementary school kids go and watch a male posing as a female having money put in this thong with a neon sign that says it's not going to lick itself. Mm. You can't tell me that's yeah. not grooming. You, you, well, you, you objectively in reality can't tell me that's not some sort of grooming I, I, for predatory behavior. Actually, if you did that, if you took your kids to a strip bar to watch a woman strip, it would, the social services would come in and take your kids from thousand percent. So it doesn't, I don't understand how that what's going on with this stuff isn't being picked up and dealt with from the, uh, from the, uh, from the uh, uh, legal standpoint, you know, but it, it, you know, Tommy, we're just in a place right now where it's people need to stand up. And I, and I said this a long time ago, I said, as soon as you start changing the narrative for children, you're going to start seeing fathers stand up. I mean, You've seen what happened at Disney when they said, this is the way we're going. All of a sudden, their stock started plummeting. People started getting off of their network. Uh, parents said, I don't want my kids learning this. And that should have been the wake up call right there. But for whatever reason, these people keep pushing and pushing and pushing because they feel like this is their time. And what they're doing is really alienating themselves because there's just too many people that are out there that are saying, this, this, there's something wrong here. There, there's something doesn't seem right. I mean, when, when you see people that, that act like little children and are screaming at you, and I got to have my way. That's, it's got to be done. Cancel culture. Uh, you can't say what you want to say. You know, there's no freedom of speech. Um, that's not going to last too long with a bunch of people that have already are used to that. And so what, what we're in is a time that there's a transition happening and honestly, Tommy, I, I am, you know, I am glad that what happened in the presidential elections happened. Um, the more I think about it, we would have never seen the corruption. Never. We would have never known the cockroaches that were hiding in the dark corners. Oh, yeah. But now they're out there and we can see them in broad daylight. They're not hiding anymore. We can now see there is an agenda. It isn't, uh, you know, uh, being made up. It, it, it isn't uh, something that's, that's, you know, really not there. We're, we're just imagining it. It is happening. People are seeing it. People of all races are seeing it. People of all colors are seeing it. People of, of, of both political parties are seeing it. When I have people that are talking to me that are, that are Democrats and they're saying, I'm not voting Democrat no more, Pastor. Why? Because I see what the garbage is. You know, when, when you Bill Maurer gets up and he's talking about it and Chappelle and now all these other comedy, uh, comedians are bringing it out, they're saying, come on. This is ridiculous at this point, you know, and they're saying we haven't moved. We're Democrats. Yeah. The party has moved so far to the left that we don't want that. We don't want what their brand of of uh, of uh, uh, democracy is or the Democratic Party is. It's sort of like, you know, you go to a store and your favorite uh, drink is Coca-Cola, right? And so you're used to drinking Coca-Cola. You drink it every day of your life. Then all of a sudden they don't have it. So you buy one of those off-brand colas, right? And the first time you drink it, you go, this stinks. This isn't cola. I don't know what this is. I don't want it. You just throw the whole bunch of it out. That's their, this is their wake up. 
They're saying this really isn't our Coca-Cola. This really isn't our brand. What these people have, we don't want it. And so now you, there's a major problem right now that's it's coming to the, to the front door of the Democratic Party. It's a bunch of Democrats saying, I don't want your, I don't want your democracy or your Democratic Party. I didn't sign up for this. And right now, even because the Republican Party has slid up a lot further to what the Democratic Party used to look like, they're saying, I, I now, you know, agree with them that they're closer to where I was. And so, uh, you know, there is this wake up call that's coming to all the Democratic Party. And I and I think right now they're a bus heading for the for the side of a mountain and the brakes are gone. They're 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 just they're saying, OK, since we don't have the brakes, is we're just going to punch the pedal and we're going to take it full on. And it's going to be a mass, massive disaster for their party. And I think we're going to start seeing it. And matter of fact, I. I was I was seeing that a while back, and then I heard uh, one of the political advisors for Trump uh, talking about that. He said that he's the guy's really well known for uh, like Steve Bannon uh, for for seeing what's going on. And he says they're they're in trouble, they're in big trouble, and they're going to find out how much people don't want their, you know, the AOC doctrine and all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, brother, it, there's that. There's there's so many things hitting us at one time, and it's like ping pong right now. They're just trying to keep us diverted while they're trying to you know pull it and run. I don't know if you realize that back in the um, back when the whole uh, you know the, the guy um, Johnny Depp and his, his you know his uh, trial was on every day and every I, refu- day I refuse day. to give that a second of my brain. Uh, man. I- yeah, but you, well, that was all going on. And people were fascinated with that. The Epstein trial was going on too with that Jezel. And see, this is what I mean. No, this is major news. And nobody knew what was going on except people that were looking for it. And so they had that whole trial going on with her and and the finishing of that and the documentation that was there. But, you know, the media, the communist media had out here, Johnny, who cares about Johnny Depp's uh, relationship and you know who cares that you know uh, he got a divorce so what you know half of america gets a divorce every year so you know here you got this this uh this massive pervert being tried and and most of america never knew what was going on and and that comes with the terry of the territory of where our media is right now and that's the question if the media is trying to hide information on Joe Biden and they're hiding information on and protecting Hunter Biden, why in the world would they be hiding information on a Giselle Maxwell? Why wouldn't they want that out there? Why didn't, why did Epstein mysteriously die and the cameras turned off? You've got to be kidding me because these people are dirty. It's dirty, and and people aren't that stupid in our country. They they know what's what's happening, and the, and they can see that the the fraudulent, uh, uh, fake news for what it is, and it, it's it's not news anymore. When you have, like I say it all the time, when when ninety percent of the people, it's probably ninety five percent of the people by now left CNN, eighty seven and ninety percent of the the Democrats left MSNBC, and now they're watching Fox News. 
you know, I, I have to laugh at all this, right? Because it's like, we don't want your brand. We don't want your brand no more. We don't want that Coke no more. You know, the, 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 these people, these uh, Democrats, I mean, they got to be smoking crack to go down the road that they're going right now. Because in reality, I mean, that they're not making any sense at all. So there is, and I like what you brought up is it is good that the 2020 election, election happened the way it did. Yeah. I think, and this is not to make light of the million Americans dead. Ultimately, I think COVID was probably a blessing because the first thing you start to realize after two years is the massive collusion between uh, Big Pharma and the government. When then it starts to dawn on you, oh, this isn't new. We're just, we're seeing it. This has been going on mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And you start to kind of get that, you, know, you see uh, like you know, war crimes in Iraq. Well, it's mm-hmm. just because there's cameras everywhere now. And then you starts to dawn on you, oh, this is happening everywhere. You, and, you, you know, if, if you're going to get into COVID, Tommy, you got to realize one thing. COVID just didn't come out of a bat cave somewhere. Know. You know, came this was generated. This was generated in a lab, right? I've interviewed. And, and it was purposely experts. released at an opportune time. Come on. Absolutely. It's all part of it's all part of the plan, brother. It absolutely is. But again, there's there's also no point in, in dwelling on what has happened. You have to look at it and go, how can we use this to our advantage? How can we and I think there is. I think that you know they the military calls them red cell teams, C E L L. And it's when you take your best guys, like uh, for instance, the White House, the Secret Service will often use Delta Force and they'll say, try to like break into the White House, try to mm-hmm. break into the airspace. It's all classified, obviously. Mm-hmm. And what you'll have is you'll have the best of the best and they'll somehow, you know, get past. It was a, a Lou Merletti, I think, was the head of the Secret Service in um, Annie Jacobson's book about, uh, I think it's called uh, Surprise, Kill, Vanish. And it's about what they would use. And somehow or another, they're talking about how one night they're looking out on the White House lawn. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's like 2005. And all of a sudden, they see all these thermal images appear of Delta mm. Force. And then you know, they told the Secret Service, they're like, stand down. This is a drill. But they're like, how did you break through the radar? And obviously, it's all classified. But the point is, is you use red cell teams to poke holes in your own defenses. And then you sure. patch those up. And it's so you'd rather have your own team poke holes rather than the other team. So that's how I try to look at like COVID, how I look at the 2020 election, how I look at censorship, how I look at them pushing uh, a sexual agenda on children. I try to look at it as, because if you just sit here and say it's all doom and gloom, well, then you're lost. You've become, you've become demoralized. I look at it as we now know what they're doing. We now know their method of attack. We're seeing where they come from. I do think there's an advantage to that. I I really do. It's, it provides you, you don't go to the gym and, and increase the weights and then complain that your muscles hurt. You go, good. Mm-hmm. We got a little stronger. We, we figured yeah. it out. Got it. Noted. Yeah. There's friction for which we are to evolve against and we're evolving fat. It's natural selection. We're evolving faster. More and more people are going, like you said, there are people who are not, they're not going to the Republican party. They're going, I'm a liberal guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just not for this whole, let's, you know, tr- chop off your generals at six years old. And yeah. All of a sudden, when they go, I'm against that, the far, far left goes, you're a Nazi. And they're going, I'm not a Nazi. I just don't think this is good. By default, they get kicked into the right. Mm. I, I do think that ultimately this is good. I think that 
had it kept going at a slower pace, there never would have been a critical mass of people waking up. It would have just kept inching forward, boiling the frog very slowly. They could have got it done. If they had waited till like 2030 to do COVID, I think they could have kept inching it forward. Mm. But I do think that there is a, a silver lining to them overreaching or overplaying their hand. At least that's yeah. how I try to look at it. I have to stay optimistic or I'll go, I'll go crazy. You know, uh, Adolf Hitler had produced uh, uh, the V2 rockets that mm-hmm. he was bombing England with, right? Uh-huh. It also produced the first jets. I think they were called the, the M1s. The, the Messerschmitts. Yeah. And these, these jets, you know, our pilots couldn't touch them at first, right? I always said if, if Hitler would have just waited one more year, we'd all be speaking German right now. A thousand percent. There, there, there's nothing we could have done, but because he had to preempt and because he, then he went over to Russia, the Russians would have been speaking German, right? Yeah. See that, that is, I think on where we're at right now. Yeah, people are just starting to see what's in there getting into the battle. The Pearl Harbor's hit, you know, and, and, and people are now saying, you know, I, I I'm not for this. Elon Musk has exposed uh, Bill Gates their agendas. You, you can see Bill Gates when he's starting to get in a in a, uh, a tuffle with with Elon Musk. Elon Musk is no small, no stupid guy. Yeah. It cracks me up. I'm listening to these, you know, these uh, um, uh, uh, managers that were over executives that were over Twitter making fun of uh, Elon Musk, and I'm saying, you sound like a three year old trying to fight with their with their teacher, you know, about you know uh, mathematics. In third grade, I mean, I'm, I'm going, how is this guy, how is he part of the, the running of Twitter? Because he, he sounds like an imbecile, right? And, and they're making fun of, that's what they do. They're making fun of Elon Musk. They're making fun of everybody out there that is, or, or, or trying to cancel that person. They're acting like a bunch of immature kids. Well, maybe in a perfect world, you can get away with that. But when you're in a competitive economic race, uh, that type of, that type of uh, communism doesn't work. Even in, in, in Russia, that doesn't work because now they're competing on world markets and that's how they're making their money, right? Just like, a, a, and I don't care what you think about communism, this communism that we're looking at in our country right now is num- it's to control people. Mm-hmm. It's to make people slaves. It's to put everybody on the plantation, and, and, and it, I don't care who you are. I don't care where you come from. It's going to happen with everyone and every, it, it, forget about, you know, um, um, you know, free economies, making something of yourself. If you have your motive, if you're uh, motivationally driven to make something of yourself, it ain't going to happen. You have uh, Indians coming here from India and, you know, getting rich and over there, they have a two-tier system, a surf system. They're over in India, they're slaves. And over here, they're rich. What other country offers that? How does communism offer that offer that? Yeah, if you're Putin's buddy, you become an oligarch. But if you're not Putin's buddy, or if you're not Pelosi's buddy or Schumer's buddy, what what's that? Where's that going to get you? So I mean, it, it's a real, you know, like I said, they're they're going to use people, then throw out the trash when they're done with them. And and we need to. And everybody just needs to wake up with that because uh, you can just see, I mean, there's been an all out frontal attack on mainstream America. You don't win elections like that. You do not 
you know, you don't get the majority of the votes like that. So either they got something planned for midterms, which people need to start waking up to and get in the fight like we're doing about that. But, you know, really, there's enough people awake to, to turn this tide. So um, too many people out there that are that are sick and tired of this narrative. Too many. I mean, I could tell you stories of what what people have said to me on planes that I don't even know. I've never met these people. And they're saying stuff to me like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I don't even want to say it on air, but (laughs) we're at a time that people are ready to get into this. You know, there are and this is kind of how I always look at it is like there are there are luxury issues and people might disagree with me and say those aren't luxury. Those are life and death. But you have to understand what I'm saying, like relatively there are luxury issues when you can fill up the fridge for the same amount of money. Get, gas is always going up and down, but you know, whatever, two, three bucks. Okay, sure. Whatever. There are luxury issues about gay marriage or should you be able to grow your own pot or should you be able to own a machine? Those are kind of, they're out in the ephemera. The They're out in the firmament because yeah, you argue about it, Fox news, CNN, and then it's like, all right, you go and everything's normal. Hmm. You're, you're starting to mess with the meat and potatoes of people. You're starting to go. People who are pro and anti-abortion are now going, dude, the price of chicken has doubled. You're now having people who are for and against gun rights who are going, I can barely fill up my gas tank. You're now having people who are atheists and Christians going, how come I can't talk about certain things online without getting shadow banned? You're having all these people go, what is going on? You're now having muslims and catholics and jews going my mom got this shot and now she has guillain barre syndrome and i got banned from facebook for talking about it what's going on so there is an upside to all of this i mean you know in in world war ii there was a large sentiment to stay isolationist we saw in world war one how we wanted to be isolationist and woodrow wilson pushed us forward and we looked at world war ii and said dude i don't want to i don't want to do this I don't, hey, Britain's doing this. All right, man, you do you. And then eventually it comes knocking at your door at Pearl Harbor. And then, like you said, eventually Hitler starts, if Hitler had just gone more slowly, started using the V2, the Messerschmitts, they had their atomic bomb program at North Kidro in Norway. They start overstepping it. And all of a sudden you go, it's here. And to me, that's kind of what I look at is, They're getting people who never it's always one thing when you try to win people over in the center. You're always going to have your Republicans. You're always going to have your Democrats. And there are people that kind of shift left, right. Can we just get a little more here? But when it's still all luxury issues, you can play that little ball game. You're now having people. Well, well, think of it this way, Tommy. If you have Democrats shifting over to the Republican, hardcore Democrats shifting, what's happening with that middle class that they're fighting for? They're They're all shifting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like and think about this. Right. I We have uh, uh, friends of ours that live in Mexico. Right. So I, I, I say to them when we have the whole baby formula thing going off, I said, hey, do you go down to the supermarket and, and what's going on with your gas prices there? What's going on with your grocery prices? And and do you have baby formula? Guess what? S- shelves are stacked with baby formula. Prices haven't changed in their supermarkets and neither has gas prices changed at their pumps. So this isn't worldwide, right? Our our neighbors on our border are paying the same for gas and food and baby formula. They have all, all that they need. Why is it only happening here? Yeah. How, well, how do we have this problem 
in Mexico. They should be the first one running out of food, but they don't, they're not running out of food. There's nothing wrong with their food stocks down there. Their prices are not going up. As a yeah. matter of fact, we, we, actually, we're, we're starting a business to bring food, uh, you know, uh, uh, food up from uh, Guatemala. And so we have people that we work with down there, right, for, for, uh, that, are, that are farmers. And we're talking to them, and they're like, what are you talking about? So, well, there's a food shortage up here. What? Why? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, we don't have no food shortage here. We got too much food. That's why we're trying to get it up there. You know, it, 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 these are things that if people, if the news would just dig a little bit, they would see that something's going on within our, within our borders that is, is perpetrated against our people because we're the last, we're the last stand against well, any worldwide thing. So it's the controlled demolition and dismantling of the Republic. Because if you are looking at a desire for a global Marxist technocratic dictatorship, you got to take out the strongest guy in the room, which is the U S you cannot take the U S on militarily face to face. Everyone that's tried to do that ends up dead. What you can do is coup an election, put your guy on top, dismantle it from the inside. Mm -hmm. It's, it's evil, but it's brilliant. And again, I look at as, people who we talked about the left the right and the center there's a much you got to remember i think isn't something only like 28 or 29 percent of the voting eligible population actually votes there is a Mm -hmm. massive pool of people and i know we got to wrap this one up but there's a massive pool of people the guys that just never vote because they don't care because they look at the luxury issues and go "Eh." they're now the guys that just want to watch football that just want to go talk to girls at the bar they're now going I can't afford steak anymore. Why can't I buy corn? Like, I don't, you know, they, they, I don't, I don't do the whole politics game. I don't care. I just want to watch Tom Brady on the bucks and they're going, I can't fill up the car. And finally they're going, I, I can't afford to buy a girl a beer. There you go. And that's when they're starting to, they go, they, they go to the, the Lakers store and they go, how come my favorite beer isn't here? And that's when you're having people who were, so it's forget the left, right in the middle. You now have that massive group of people who just don't vote. Who are now going, I don't even want it. And they're never going to post on Facebook about it. They're never going to say a word because they don't want to be involved. And I get it. Who does? It's all, it's just nothing but flack and headaches. You now have people that are going, I don't even, I'm never going to tell anyone, but I know who I'm pulling the lever for. I just, I just want my gas prices to go down. I don't care what color your hair is. I don't care if you want to be a man or a woman. They're like, I just want to fill up the truck for less than a hundred dollars. And the, the counteract to that is, well, what does it matter if the elections are rigged? The rigging will only become more apparent. And I, and I, don't, I'm, I don't have any idealistic ideas about this. I think they're going to try to rig it again. But the rigging is now going to become more and more apparent. And as someone said right after the 2020 election from, I think, like a former Soviet bloc nation, they said the upside to, to a stolen election is an election is only ever stolen when they are at their weakest point. Because why else would you need to steal it? Yeah. I never thought about it. that's good. It's you gotta find you gotta find the out. Doesn't mean the fight's not gonna be hard and uphill, but you never you don't do that unless you're all you don't start pulling out the trick plays and throwing Hail Marys unless you guys know you're your trouble. team is screwed, <laughs> right? Sure. You don't start doing you don't start taking ridiculous three point shots unless like you guys know that you're not you're not driving to the hoop. Hmm. That's kind of how I look at it. So I think there is. And lastly, because I know I, I know you got to go. 
I don't think that any of this is by accident and not in terms of like the great reset. I mean, I don't think that this is happening in our lifetimes mm. by accident. I don't think we're going, why did all this happen? All right. I guess we got to get involved. I think you die and you go to heaven or whatever God you believe in. And he goes, yeah, of course that was supposed to happen. That's what the whole purpose of this life was, was, was to see how you act in the face of overwhelming odds and evil. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident that you were born in 1990 and ha- watched Klaus Schwab try to take over the world. What do you think this was? A cakewalk? No, that's what heaven's for. You're there to fuck. You don't go to the gym and go, oh, that was really, the weights were really heavy today. No, dumbass. The weights are heavy so you can work out and get stronger. Mm, sorry. But uh, that's all right. You, 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 you know, I, the, the early church, when I talk about the early church, I'm talking about the first, first 100, 200 years of the church, right? They believed, and all the early church fathers believed that the, that the the time from the time of creation, from the time of Adam, till the coming of of the kingdom of God into the earth was six thousand years. Mm-hmm. So, if you know Bible chronology, from Adam till Jesus was four thousand years, from Jesus till now is two thousand years. So we're at six thousand years, or the time they picked. Yeah. Now well, they now. Now, when you look at the word, now, if I say to you, if I say to you, what does the word apocalypse mean to you? What do you, what do you think it means? End of the world. And, and that's what almost every Christian thinks that. And, and people that are even not Christians think that, but it doesn't mean that. It literally means to remove or destroy the veil. And it's talking about the veil going into oh. the glory, the glory of God. Yes. So it's a time where the glory will begin be seen in the earth. So because the glory is getting ready to be, to be released, the evil is trying to stop it, but it can't. It's hissing and kicking and screaming. Exactly. And so what you're watching and what everybody's nervous about is they're going, oh, my God. But you know what? It's crazy. When you read the early church, they talked about the things we're talking about right now. Not, not as accurately, but it's crazy how they knew what we're talking about, right? Uh, you know, we're looking at that transition and everything is getting ready to change. And the, the Bible's all... By any chance, have you ever heard of the Bible codes? No. The Bible codes that rabbis, a few hundred years ago, they were looking at the first five books of the Bible, which is, which is called Torah, mm-hmm. right? And they realized from the first letter, and they called equidescent lettering sequences, uh, the CIA uses it different. Uh, they use it to hide messages. So say... It tours the te- it has to do with the writing of the Ten Commandments. So in the first five books, the Torah was written the word Torah at a ten-letter sequence, meaning the T was the first letter. You skip ten letters, it's the O. You skip ten letters, it's the R. You skip ten letters, boom, 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 and it all falls into place, right? So they started, even Einstein believed that the Bible had all information in it, right? So but they couldn't do nothing because the Bible, the Old Testament was so big. But when they, when the computers came out, they wrote a, they wrote a soft, they wrote a software that they it could go through it real fast. So say they're looking for your name, Tommy, the computer will run, look for a T mm-hmm. and it'll skip over to look for the O. If the O is a hundred spaces from the T, it'll automatically jump another hundred to look to, for the M. And if it, if it sees it, it keeps looking for the other M or it rejects it and goes, looks for the D again. 
A lot of people don't know this, that every major historical event that has ever happened has been written in that skip sequence. Give you, for instance, when, when, when um, uh, John Kennedy was killed, it's, it gives his name, John Kennedy, across his name is the name Sirhan Sirhan. It, it also says the, the bookstore, uh, and it gives Dal- and the name Dallas, Texas. And I think it even gives the date. It also talks about us landing on the moon. The rabbis were looking in 2016 at the election, and they typed in Hillary Clinton, and her name wasn't in, 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 the, in the Bible. But it said Donald Trump, president. Do you, now, now, this last election, the Bible said two presidents. It listed Donald Trump as a president, and it also listed Biden as a president, but the word across his name was false. So, number one, I know whoever wrote the Bible put that in there, waiting for us, you and I, get to, to get to a time and place in in this earth that we would be able to read those or find those. They knew we would develop a computer. They knew we would get to a point to understand what they were writing. And so for every listener that you have out there, all this is no mistake. So if, if the Bible tells us that, it's also going to let us know the outcome. Do you think the minds were actually right? that when they say the wor- end of the world is 2012 and we all it came and passed, we went, oh, no, end of the world. Yeah. I think a lot of us are looking well, back and going, well, maybe that was the start of the end of the world. It does kind of seem like the dominoes started falling. Well, well, actually, the guy that made that, it's interesting you brought that up because the guy that was coming up with that in the, in the Mayans, they called it the step calendar. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it said that basically what that calendar was saying that in 2012, what would start is the coming of this new era, this new kingdom would come into the earth, right? But the guy that said, the guy that was talking about it the most, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, the professor, he was saying that it was the apocalypse was coming, the apocalypse was coming. And then one day he looked at the word apocalypse and he, he realized that the word I, it's what I just told you. It just means to remove the veil. I mean, it just means to see the glory of God again, right? So uh, actually on the veil going into the Holy of Holies was two cherubim with flaming swords. So if you know the Bible, if you know the book of Genesis after Adam fell, you have to realize Adam didn't look like you and me. He was a glorified man. He was a God man. It said that God put two cherubim to, to mark the way back into the Garden of Eden to stop anybody from getting in until it was time again. So on the veil was a picture of those two uh, cherubim with flaming swords. So to the Jews and to the early church, to the Christians, they knew to go back into the Holy of Holies or go through the veil was to go back into the Garden of Eden. You know where they said it would happen? 6,000 years. You look at the, at the Jewish calendar, it's 57, 5780. That's what they're counting. It's 5,780, but they're saying their calendar's off by 200, uh, 220 years. So now they're saying it's 6,000 years. So isn't it interesting how this is all panning out right now? I don't think there's a person alive today that doesn't think something's going on. 
Oh yeah, I, the, I get asked. I get asked that by all atheists. Ask me, do you think it's the end of the world? I said, well, no, we're getting we're getting ready to see a new world. A better well, I world. mean, I was I was like hardcore Catholic from when I was born to when I was about sixteen. Then I was like an atheist for like ten years. Then I was agnostic for a couple of years, and then in twenty twenty, I got to interview Charlie Duke, the youngest man to walk on the moon. And now he, uh, he said that when he came back from walking on the moon, everything was miserable because there's nothing else to do. He said he started drinking a lot and was a terrible father. And I told him, which is just like the height of ego. I was like, I'm scared that what if my podcast becomes really successful? And then I realized that the, that's not where the answer is. And he, and he told me, he said, like, you know, Tommy has like a fellow kind of like scientist guy because I'm, I'm a biology major. He was like, why don't you just run an experiment? He's like, just try praying once ask God to come into your heart. He goes, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And he goes, and I'll, I'll never bug you about it again. And I was like, all right, like, all right. And I tried and I, I don't know what to tell people. And I've brought this up and I'm not trying to proselytize. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I started praying and my life has been unmistakably better since then. And Amen. I am a science guy. I love biology. I published research in aquatic toxicology. I scored in the top four percentile in the MCAT. I'm a science-driven guy. Mm. I don't know what to say to people other than as when I started praying, my life got better. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I'm not trying to push it on anybody. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But man, uh, I don't think there's a person alive that's looking around going, "Does this not kind of feel like we're in like Revelations or something?" But yeah. I, I got a, I got. You know, when uh, we interviewed a guy, we did a documentary on my pray. I prayed for a guy from uh, Afghanistan who was paralyzed for 20 years. He got up and walked for the first time. But that happened in another fellow's house. And this fellow's spinal column has been severed over. Uh, it's close to two inches. It's either an inch and a quarter or two and a quarter inches for, for over, uh, I think it's 20 some years. And he walks like you and me. He has feeling in his, in his legs. So we did a documentary on him. We're going to, we're going to pull his doctor in, who's one of the best neurosurgeons in the world. He's uh, from out of, he's out of Las Vegas or out of uh, San Diego, but I'd love for you to see that uh, document when we get it done. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love be it. Part of that. What do you think? I absolutely love that, man. Yeah. Okay. I'd You're in. I'd, You're in. <laughs> that was the goal of the whole podcast. You guys just saw, you guys just saw a masterclass of manipulation and hours weaving my way in. Um, <laughs> I know I got. I can keep talking. I know I got to let you go. I know you got another thing coming up. Um, yeah, I would love to have you back on, man. That was a cool conversation. You're a cool guy. Definitely, we got to get you on our show too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. For I would sure. be. I would be personally insulted if I was not brought on. And I will. I will take that. I will remind you and guilt trip you. <laughs> so, hey, you're going to be out at uh, the Reawakening in Virginia, Virginia Beach, next so, month. I don't know. I know next month's my little brother's wedding, so probably not. Well, we'll talk. Well, there's a next month's, a, you know, it's 30 days. A wedding is only a couple of days, right? So really you're going to have some you. time in there, right? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will send you this episode when it's up. I uh, will have uh, Miss Salisbury send me all the information that you want in the description, websites and all that good stuff. And I would love to have you back on, man. Sounds I thoroughly enjoy that. That was a cool we're, conversation. We're, we're going to get together. Bless all right, brother. brother. All right. It's good to talk to you. You as well. God bless. God bless America, everybody. Stay safe out there. Love each other. It's all going to work out just fine. Godspeed.